day late, a dollar short, but that's okay. So today we are going to be discussing a few things of the British realm. You'll see what I mean in a second with our guest on the show. Wasn't hard to find a guest. She was right upstairs, but we'll get to that. But first, I want to go over the history fact of the week. After doing some digging, I found out through some loopholes and just crazy rabbit trails about the establishment of the Irish monarchy. So, for those of you who don't know, King Henry VIII of England was a staunch Catholic, wrote letters against Martin Luther until he wanted to annul his marriage, which the Catholic Church would not let him do. During his time as king of England, it was passed by the Irish Parliament that King Henry VIII would be king of Ireland as well. Previously, Ireland had been governed by the Lord of England, which was Henry However, it was controlled by the papacy. The papacy came back and said that actually, since Henry is Protestant, that the Irish need to denounce claims to him. However, it came back to the English monarchy formally when Mary took the throne after Henry VIII because she was Catholic. And then when Elizabeth became Queen of England, the first one, Ireland was, of course, her realm or kingdom, but not recognized, and then on and off again. But really, it just got known as, like everybody else just knew it, as the kingdom under which the House of Tudor reigned. And so that is how Ireland kind of got incorporated into the politics of England from then on the English monarch would be the head of state in Ireland. And it wasn't until 1962, 1962, that the Tudor Act, therefore removing any monarch of Ireland, was repealed. So for that long, the uh, English monarchs were seen as a part of the state or the head of the state of Ireland. So anyway, pretty interesting stuff. Obviously, the Irish War uh, for Independence and Northern Ireland and the back and forth of that, very controversial. But I thought it was interesting to note that the English monarch actually came to be the Irish monarch just peacefully out of the request almost of the Irish parliament. So there is your history fact of the week. All right. So today, I'm bringing in my wife to talk about a number of things, including, yes, the royal wedding. And so here is that conversation uncut, uncut, all together. All right. We are going to talk about a big Saturday, a big Saturday. Let's bring in our special guest, the sound consultant, Alexis Jorgensen. Hey, folks. So, on Saturday, lots of good sports activities to do, but you were not focused on that. 
What were you focused on? I mean, the royal wedding, duh. The royal wedding. So let's have a few, uh, I have a few questions about the royal wedding. First one, who cares? (laughs) Rude, excuse me, you are in the minority. What is so great about the royal wedding? Explain it to us for those people that just don't understand why it's such a big deal. I knew you were going to ask something along these lines. Um, So I was thinking about this tonight. And to be a little serious here, it's one event that people watch around the world and I feel like are genuinely invested in just seeing this beautiful event and people coming together. I did talk. talk. Okay, but. No, there's no but. (laughs) Yes, there is. Because you said around the world. Why do people around the world care? Obviously, Britain's invaded like every single country except for like 30 countries. But why would that make them care if you got dominated by a country that doesn't dominate you anymore and has basically these kings and queens that don't matter because they only have one seat in parliament and that's it. And otherwise, they're just figureheads and they just sit there. It's like they're almost playing house. Like anybody could be, anybody could throw themselves a royal wedding and have just as much power as they do. Okay, you're thinking too much along politics. I'm thinking about love and and white dresses and like the princess. There's this American girl that's becoming a, a princess and possibly one day a queen, right? No. No? Oh, right. No, no, no. Never mind. Princess, though. Like, it's just, it's like a fairy tale. Who wouldn't want to watch that? This is what Disney is made of. Disney is corrupt. We've already, <laughs> we have already discussed this on the podcast. Disney is corrupt. Um, but it just doesn't, like, why wouldn't you just go to a regular wedding? That's white dresses. You know, very special. No, it love. is not. Okay, this wedding cost, I, I think I saw it somewhere, $35 million. So you're it, attracted to the wealth. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Partly. You can't go to another wedding like that. Well, you didn't go to I, this wedding. I, but I feel like I did. All right, let's get to the highlights. What was your favorite part of the wedding? Um. Oh, there, there's a lot. I really like... The intimate moments that Harry and Meghan shared that, like, you felt like you were right there watching them. Like, when they were talking to each other kind of in between vows and things like that. Those are really sweet moments. And it's like, oh, I feel honored to be able to just watch that. And and they and they, they seem like normal people in those moments. So that was really cool. So let's follow your logic. Oh, stop. Don't. It's not. It's love. It's not logic. <laughs> You just said you like the wedding because it's gaudy. And then now you're saying you like it because... It was not gaudy. It just... They spent a lot of money on it. Okay. But you said... Okay. You, you liked it because of the money. Yeah. And now you're saying you liked it because they seem like normal people. In those little moments. Those are... You asked me what my favorite part was. Right. And those little moments where you just are reminded that, oh, this is like their wedding day. Just like anyone else's wedding day. You know? Okay. <laughs> Am I intimidating you? No, you're not. I'm just trying to think of where my thought process is going. Oh, you said her dress looked 
You did not like her dress as much as Kate Middleton's dress. Correct. Why not? Um, it was pl- it was plain and very white. So that was like my initial judgment. I was like, Meh. but she this is her second wedding, so I feel like that probably played into the dress choice a bit too. You know, like your second bride, um, and people usually wear less elaborate things their second time around. But, like, she looked beautiful. It just wasn't for, it wasn't something I would wear. Okay. By the way, everybody, Alexis thought thought the initials SMH. She just thought it was schmuh. Like, people Where? are going around saying schmuh. <laughs> Where is that coming from? Because <laughs> you said meh. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Schmuh is like, uh, schmuh. <laughs> in like a few years ago that it means shaking, shaking my, my head. head and I was like well that sound and shaking my head are equivalent Schmeh. 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 <laughs> what's her name Megan Merkel or something Markle, yeah. her dress was Schmeh. <laughs> yeah a little bit but I don't want to be mean well I'm sure she takes your opinion very seriously yeah she doesn't give a crap all right, so what was, your, what was another highlight of the wedding for you? Well, oh, let me think. Um, oh, I loved their first kiss. And I also liked how she was just, like, rocking the fact that she was walking down that aisle for half of it by herself. Like, she got out of the car by herself. She walked up those steps and into the chapel, church, whatever, all by herself. And that takes a lot of confidence. Takes confidence or lack of a father figure? Okay. <laughs> You're so mean. Both. <laughs> All right. Let, let's you, move on. You are mean. <laughs> Any other highlights you'd like to add before no, we move on? No, I think I'm good. Okay. So, other things happening that day was the Preakness. Yep. We watched it. We did watch it. And Justify won it by very close margin. Would you take Justify and the Belmont? I don't know. I'm feeling doubtful. I had my money on, quote unquote, money. It was just fake um, money. But I had my money on Good Magic. And he ended up getting fourth, right? Fourth, but very close. Fourth. Yeah, he didn't. He wasn't in it for the long run. He started to fade. But I'm not sure that um, Justify is going to have the oomph to be a triple crown. Going a mile and three quarters. Yeah. It's tough to do. Yeah, he wasn't. He didn't impress me. Yeah. So would you would you bet on another horse for the Belmont? Yeah, I'd have to see their names first. I really I go off the names. Like I, good magic, I just had a feeling, and now it didn't work out this time. But I just get a feeling when I see the name. Okay. And uh, you're speaking to a winner of a, a bet one-time winner at the Kentucky Derby. On the Kentucky so, Derby. Yeah. Just yeah. saying. I'll have another. I believe he won the Preakness. Yes. And did not run the Belmont. Well, I didn't. Pulled out of the Belmont. I didn't bet on him in the Belmont. Well, you didn't bet on him anywhere. In the Preakness. I mean, in the... Um, in the Derby. In the did. Derby. That's what I meant. You did. I won like $52. Wait, don't tell the audience what, how oh, much you won. What? I mean, it was great. She's a gambler. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so after the Preakness was the NBA playoffs and the NHL playoffs. Now the caps are down to the Tampa Bay Lightning 3-2 to with a clinching game tonight 
We are on, we are Caps fans. Well, at least I'm a Caps fan. What? Over Lightning? Yeah. I've been a Caps fan for. Oh please! Before I was a Lightning he, fan. He gets a he gets a Caps jersey and now he's a Caps. That fan. is not true. Oh, it's so true. No, it is not. <laughs> um. So, what's more unwatchable, the NBA playoffs or the NHL playoffs? Uh, like what I don't want. Yeah. NBA. Yeah. Oh oh no! I don't like watching that. I like watching hockey. Why do you like hockey more? I don't know. It's like quick and like I don't know. I like the lightning. <laughs> <laughs> it's because you have a lightning T-shirt. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you got me. <laughs> Get one T-shirt, fan for life. Well, this is my this is my thing. Like basketball, it's like a foul every time down the court, and the whistle blows, and it's completely un- like that game was completely unwatchable in the second half. The Celtics versus Cavs. Every single time down the court was a foul. Whistle stopped, and then you have like five minutes of commercials. In the hockey game, it was like the game could change at any second because the, the scores are so tight, yeah. and it's the playoffs, you feel on the edge of your seat. I think wrestling, watching wrestling is the same way. At any time, Anytime somebody can make a mistake, and then that mistake is capitalized on, and then bam, you're pinned, and it's over. Mm-hmm. So it was very like intense. Yeah, because the moments. rink is so little and they're right. working in a tight space, mm-hmm. and yeah, they move so fast. Comparing it to football, like the, during the end of the game, if you're the offense, like you have a chance to score. You have the ball in your possession, but the puck changes so rapidly that it, it, you know it's just more an intense of a game. Mm-hmm. Um, so anyway, that's my theory. I think you did a great job of breaking it down. Yeah, mm-hmm. but soccer is different. Too, though. No, that's because soccer is like so hockey. wide open. Yes, but the possession changes very quickly. Yeah, and you can go from one side of the field to the other quickly. I was feel, but there's less chances in soccer. Right. Like your yes. shots will be like fifteen to ten or something. Yeah. yeah. In in you hockey, it's like thirty to forty well, yeah. shots. Yeah. So yeah, the goalie work is much harder. Mm-hmm. Well, maybe not harder, but more activity. All right, what else should we talk about? So, we went to another Mexican restaurant, not Casa del Barco. Skip it. We went to Mijas Cantina, which is up the road a little bit. Up down, up Main Street. Carrie. Carrie. It's on Carrie. Carrie Street. We'll have to edit that out. <laughs> <laughs> so it's on Cary Street. You go up. It's on the corner. And what's cool about it is it's in the basement. So you walk down the steps, and it's right there for you. Um, good menu. I got the enchilada, de pollo. And I got pollo I, is chicken. Yeah, thank you. You're welcome. I figured that one out. Um, I wanted. I got a enchilada too, and it was chicken inside, but it had this chocolate tinged sauce on top. Not tinged. It wasn't chocolate. Cho- it was like chocolate sauce. So- it was it chocolate, was chocolate in sauce. It. Yeah. But it was a savory chocolate sauce. It wasn't right. sweet. And that's like apparently a very authentic Mexican dish. Sauce yeah. And dish. Because they use chocolate, but they made it spicy. Yeah. Alejandro, my um, our waiter, recommended it, and it was a good recommendation. What does he say all the he time? He says, my pleasure. My pleasure. Everything. That's his only response. 
<laughs> no, it is not your pleasure. <laughs> Very. It was more on the expensive side. It's more expensive, fancy, well, and we got fancy a Mexican. Lot of drinks too. That was... We got some drinks. We got four alcoholic drinks. All right, drunky. Oh, I mean, <laughs> I'm just saying that. Yeah, that All right. adds up the bill. Yes, and you got sangria. How did you like sangria? Oh, it was good. I thought it was gonna be red. But it, it was like a white sangria and like peachy and but it was really good, mm-hmm. subtle. Yep. And I got a got George Clooney's tequila uh, mm-hmm. with margarita, and that was and with Grand Mariner actually on top of that. So it was it was pretty good. Yeah. I enjoyed it a lot. How many bananas? Oh, we didn't really get an appetizer, but I like the enchilada. And the chips, uh, free chips and salsa. That's very important to me when you go to a Mexican place. Is it's chips and it's salsa like are good? And butter. Yep. And we're going to give this a high rating for a Mexican place. It's kind of expensive, so we're gonna. That's gonna drop down a few points to an eight point three bananas out of ten <laughs> for Mijas Cantina. I feel like when we start to make more money, less bananas will be devoted to price range. But right now, that is very. What important. is money right now? Go ahead. <laughs> What is my, not, we don't have any. Schmeh. Schmeh. <laughs> it's totally schmeh. Go ahead. What's your ranking? Oh, no, I, um, I would go a little higher at like 8.7, but I was definitely thinking in the eights. Definitely the eights. Why not a nine? Why wouldn't you push it to nine? It's your favorite okay, Mexican place. Alejandro really starts to piss me off <laughs> <laughs> with the my pleasures. My pleasure. <laughs> yeah, that was good. All right, we're going to have a special thing. We're going to have special, special guests. Not special guests. You you are the special guest this week. Congratulations. Thank you. We're going to talk about two TV shows cuz we are not watching TV together lately. It doesn't go well when we do. What do you mean? It doesn't I fall asleep. You fall asleep. That's what happens. Yeah. So, anybody that falls asleep out there, this one's for you. Like, we debated a movie for 15 minutes, and you fell asleep in the first 10 minutes of the movie. And then, what did I do? I said, you're not allowed to pick movies anymore. I picked them. And then I picked a movie last night and went upstairs to start watching it. By yourself. It. It's, it's the cartoon one called Leap. And I was like, this looks really cute. Oh, I'm going to get snuggled in bed. And then Isaac came up, and he started watching with me. And like 30 minutes in, I was out, and he watched the entire movie by himself. Not a very good animated movie. And he didn't even turn it off. I asked him this morning, how was it? He was like, meh, it was, it was not that good. Like, you watched it. Very predictable. <laughs> and, like, if Incredibles, Incredibles is, like, one of the best animated movies. Like, a 9.8 on the scale. <laughs> Leap is, like, a 3.1. <laughs> wow. All right. So, anyway, we're watching two different shows. I'm watching Vikings, which you can get on Amazon Prime. And I started that. I've watched through the first season. I'll go through that more. But what are you watching? I'm watching um, the Flint Netflix documentary series on Flint, Michigan, which is the city that's kind of going through a crisis right now with their uh, like crime rates and then also the high levels of lead in their drinking water. So it's, um, it's a documentary that's really centered on the police department and their work in the city to try to curb the the crime and bring the community back together. What's it called? I think it's just called Flint. Okay. 
what what is the spin on the police? Is the police good, bad? Like, are they trying to say the police abuse people? Or are they trying to say, like, the police are trying really hard to get this city back into shape? They're not really taking a side, I don't think, but they are spending the most time with the police. Um, and hearing the police's input on, like, how the community views them, which is very negatively, and then occasionally interviewing community members who say like they're scared of the police and they're they're they don't feel safe and like the city's just falling apart so they they do a good job of trying to get both sides of it is we bay in it <laughs> no but i wish most deaf <laughs> shout out we bay r.i.p you don't know he's is not he dead, dead yet? no we didn't oh, know we mind, don't even know mind. you don't even watch us she fell asleep during the episode <laughs> And she still hasn't caught he up on it. He could have died. How do I know? Shocker. <laughs> Fell asleep. All right. That, that was all. We were talking about The Wire. Give me your bananas for Flint. Oh, I mean, I haven't finished it yet. It's pretty serious, so that, like, docks it down a couple. Just because I need usually, like, something lighthearted and, you know, romantic. And Isaac's shaking his head. Um, she thinks every good movie it has to be a romantic comedy. Not true. That's all good movies. No. Um, so I'm going to say 7.1. 7.1? Yeah. So like you would recommend it. That's like highly recommended I've, that you oh, watch it. Well, I mean, I feel like it's very like good to be aware of the struggle that's happening in that city. Why? Um, because I think themes in that city are reflecting themes that are happening around the country in terms of the issues with police and community members. Okay. Boom. So. How would that answer? <laughs> yeah. Way to answer. <laughs> um, I am watching Vikings. It is a his, mm, what like, do you call them? Like, historical fiction oh. on Vikings in Scandinavia and their invasion of Saxony or England. Britain, actually, they call it at this time. And I think they try to get things historically accurate because it was on the History Channel. And they don't, like, use the horns and, uh, like, the horns and stuff as reserved for religious events, which is what they portray. And uh, they don't have as good as weapons, but their fighting style is, like, run off the boat in small numbers and massacre everybody. A lot of killing. Uh, there's... You know, a storyline that pits, you know, the small time guy against the, the Earl of the city and he finally wins out, so on and so forth. Um, but it's like a Game of Thrones wannabe almost. But I think it started before Game of Thrones. But anyway, uh, I think it would be, do better on a much better production scale than the History Channel. That being said, I recommend it and I will give it A. 7.7 7. bananas out of 10. 7.7. 7. I bet it got bumped up because all those Scandinavian girls with the braids in their hair. I mean, it doesn't hurt. <laughs> gotcha. Does not hurt. Does not hurt. Um, so, yeah, that's the TV review for the week. So, my lovely wife is going off to Florida. We're about to leave in two minutes. What would you like to say to me before you leave? Feed my cat, please. 
We'll see. <laughs> She's never done anything bad to you. Yes, she has. <laughs> yes, just, she just has. Just a few times. <laughs> All right, what else? What are you looking forward to in Florida? Well, I would say the nice weather, but it's supposed to rain every day. It's the summer rains in Florida. I, you keep telling me that, and I just, I don't know. But anyway, other than that, I'm looking forward to just hanging out with my parents and meeting their new kitten and sleeping in the big bed all by myself. <laughs> Sorry, was that mean? Yeah. No, it's just spreading out. Why'd you watch a movie by yourself and fall asleep? <laughs> that sounds so great. You can rate the first 15 minutes of a movie. <laughs> yeah. Perfectly. Yeah. No, I got it down. After that, I'm lost. <laughs> what is your favorite coast of, like, to be on in Florida in terms of water? Oh, Gulf Coast for sure. The Gulf Coast? The West Coast. <laughs> Play a lot of golf out there? Oh, sh- <laughs> How am I supposed to say it? Golf. Golf. Like a sea. Sound like you got Goal. gunk in the back of your Goal. throat. <laughs> I do. It's called post nasal drip. <laughs> uh, okay, the West Coast. West Coast, left coast, best yeah. coast. West Coast for sure. It's warmer. It's calmer. It's prettier. Less tourists. Would you like the East Coast if you were like a surfer? I mean, you have to. You can't surf on the West Coast. Yeah, I guess. I mean, West Coast of Florida. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. okay. Favorite beach? Duh. Anna Maria. No, that's because of your parents. What? I'm not allowed to like what my parents like? No, uh, it's just cop out. <laughs> well, what's your favorite beach? I like, um, what's it called? The, the big one. Siesta? Yeah, I like Siesta Key. That was very open. Yeah, that's big. why I like it. Yeah. I mean, very long walk to the shore yeah. from the sand, which I, I enjoy. Yeah. All right. Good well, talk. Thanks for coming on. All right. Later. All right. So I want to say thanks to my wife before uh, heading off to the airport. Obviously, wish she has a good time while I hold down the fort here. Um, so a couple of shout outs first. Shout out to Step Back Jay's podcast for mentioning me. Um, go and subscribe and listen to them. Also, shout out to my students if you are listening. Yes, my students finally found my podcast. Whenever a student looks you up on Google, I mean, because it'll happen one time, they think they have found like the world's greatest treasure and something that you are completely embarrassed by. They're always go, Mr. J, you had long hair in college? <laughs> yeah, I had long hair in college. Thanks. Yeah, I know my pictures on the internet. Yes, I put out this podcast publicly. Yes, I got it. Go do your homework. Um, lots of rumors flying around. Big news coming out later this summer. Big news coming out later this summer. I'll let that float by your ears but um yeah things are going well in the jorgensen household looking forward to a wonderful summer not going to take a break from this and uh you know hopefully i'll gain a few more followers and listeners 
something will come of it. So shout out to the students. Shout out to uh, my music director who always puts in good work. And we'll see if I can get a couple more segments from him. Maybe maybe bring him on and talk about it. Uh, shout out to my creative director who has things in store for me. Uh, and Burge. And then shout out to my marketing marketing director, Joyce Blight. And finally, to our sound coordinator, Alexis Jorgensen. Our verse this week comes from Hebrews chapter 12. Hebrews chapter 12, verses 14 and 15. Pursue peace with all people and holiness, without which no one will see the Lord. Looking carefully, lest anyone fall short of the grace of God. Lest any root of bitterness springing up cause trouble, and by this many become defiled. There's your verses from Hebrews. Have a good week, and I will talk to you guys later.